The Word in the World. You're listening to The Word in the World podcast, a resource to help make the world around you make sense. Let's zone in and share with each other our knowledge, encouragement, wisdom, and understanding. This is The Word in the World. Welcome back to The Word in the World podcast. Where we bring you topics, talk, and truth. Everything from the news to the New Testament. What's up, guys? Hey. What is going on? What's up? Nothing much. Just quarantining. Yeah. What y'all been doing with all this additional time? <laughs> I'll tell you what I've been doing. I'm proud of. Right. <laughs> I'm pleased to say this on that one. <laughs> nah, uh, one thing it has uh, given me time to do is uh, some research on my co host. Oh. Yeah, yeah, I found out a little oh, something, something about yeah. Julia. Yeah. Oh, dear. What did you learn? I'm learning. I, I, just, I just learned how uh, Julia was proposed to, man. You know, I thought that was a really cool story. Uh, okay. Yeah. You left all this out of the pre-recorded talk. <laughs> <laughs> you saved this one. Nah, because it, cool? it was so dope, man. It was so dope. I, I haven't heard that story. Uh, you haven't heard it? Yeah. So, nah. like, um, when I tune into... You guys is like a Bible study. You were, I guess, like interviewing Pastor Greg, and he was like giving, you know, answers to all the questions from Acts one through five, right? Okay. Then Marcus, Marcus started talking in the chat, right? And he was like, "This is the yeah. other Marcus," and I was like, "Let me, let me check out this other Marcus." Every time it's another Marcus, I gotta check him out, right? So I'm checking him out, and he has like, you know, his uh, his YouTube channel set up, and one of the videos, I was. You know, checking him out, see if he was actually good at video games. And he decent, you know, he decent. But then I see that one of the videos, he's like, I use this video to propose to my girlfriend. And I she forgot said, that was yes. <laughs> yeah, it was what? back in like 2015. Yeah, but it was uh, it was super cool, man. You know, he like, he started out playing the game, you know, and then in the middle of it, it just like, you know, the little static screen, and then he you pops in. Production. And he was like, Julia, you know. Yeah, he gave me the very white voice and everything. He's like, Julie, you know, we've been going out for a while. <laughs> you, know, you was my girlfriend, and I don't want to go out with you as my girlfriend no more. I want to go out with you as my fiance. And I was like, oh, yeah, it's so beautiful. Yo, so Yo beautiful. you are stupid, dude. <laughs> the fact that you researched this from like five years ago. Uh-huh. <laughs> nah, it was, it was super cool, though, man. It was super That's cool. That's funny. I, was like, I, I like, I like that. I love that. that day. He told me to watch the video. <laughs> no, I love that though, man. I love yeah, that. That was awesome. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what are we getting into today, though? Why talking not? about uh, talking about. Um... <laughs> 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 I'm like, hey, look, Marcus is. I know. <laughs> Don't put nothing else on the internet. He's doing his research of my life. I can't right, even like, that. It could be worse. Oh, That's cool. You, you found out that. That's good. <laughs> right. I thought it was a funny little yeah. little story. But go ahead though. What are we talking about? What are we talking about? Let's get into it. Right. It's uh <laughs> we're talking about persecution. Um mm. and I guess that's the general, you know, umbrella that the conversation's under, but we're talking about, you know, the various types of um persecution that we face as Christians that we may uh come across and what the Bible tells us um, could and will happen to us because we are believers in Jesus Christ. Um, so yeah, wow. that is that is it. Um, 
I what do y'all think of this word persecution though? Like it's a very it's a very Bible Bible, Bible yeah. word. It is. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. very Bible y. You mean like not uh, like not like relatable. It's not really relatable. It's not a relatable yeah. term. It's not a yeah, it's not an everyday term and it's it's a term that is very specific to religion, I think. Yeah. Um so like how would you how would we even like explain persecution? Maybe for like, I guess like normal ears. What is yeah. what is persecution? I guess like when you say the term persecution, even though I kind of you know have a better understanding of what it is now, what comes to mind still is getting flogged and beat with a whip. You know, for what I believe. You know, so right? Like I imagine myself getting like, yeah. you know, like whipped while I hold the Bible up. You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> but <laughs> but um example. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty right. Strange, right. But of course, you know, um, I guess it's just like you're catching heat for what you believe and what you stand for, you know, and I think that yeah. that comes in many different forms as well. And I'm pretty sure we're going to get into that. So, but right. I like that. I like that. This definition that I'm looking at, it says hostility and ill treatment, especially because of race or political or religious beliefs. Which is, yeah. I like that definition because persecution for either one, depending on like the people we're around and the, I guess, the basis of the relationships, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I guess, I guess we could, we could um, start this off by like the, the reason that we're even having this conversation. I brought it up is because I realized that in some of my friend circles, um, I, I have become the dude who, you know, I've been saved a few years as of like 2000, I don't know, 14, I forget. Dang, that's something I should remember. But like, (laughs) but anyway, and like, you know, even doing this podcast, you know, over two years ago, people started to publicly see now like, oh, this stuff that, you know, I thought he was doing and talking about, like, oh, he's really serious. Like, you know what I mean? Like, right. He's out here actually like talking about this publicly. Um, so I've noticed that like in some of my friend groups, I'm kind of like, uh, I'm joked on about it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, yeah. oh, Jay, you doing this? Oh, holy this? Or you know, just just all kind of weird little church jokes that you know I <clears throat> they obviously wouldn't have come you know if we if I hadn't been in Christ. But like, I guess what I'm trying to get at is like for me that is a form of like sometimes it could be sometimes it's just good natured joshing around i guess you know (laughs) but but other times it's like yo you can just tell like it feels like a little different you know what i mean um and so for me because of the basis of those relationships it could feel like persecution but you know persecution for you may be something totally different based on your baseline with other relationships that you have. Mm. And so it may not look like, you know, being strung up, like you're saying, Marcus, like it could look like, you know, somebody not uh, wanting to talk to you as much, you know, like, I don't, I don't want to, uh, I'm going to ignore your calls now because, mm. you know, I feel like you're Mr. Holy person now and you trying to do this, that, and the other. And I ain't trying to hear that. I, matter of fact, I hate that Christianity stuff. I ain't trying to talk to you no more. So people who were once your friends now, you may like not see them because of that. Mm. 
that's real. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I guess think, the, uh, I guess my point in that was trying to like broaden persecution because, like you're saying, I think of it like getting crucified or like yeah. put, put in jail. Yeah, <laughs> like arrested 40, and stuff. Like, yeah, it's not it's not always that, you know. Yeah. No, I like I like uh, the fact that you're clearing that up too, man. Because um, if we don't like uh, understand these different forms of it, you know, we think it's like we might have this idea that that was something that was only happening in biblical times with these extremes, mm-hmm. and it's not something that's going on today. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so understanding that, you know, like oh, it's still here. It's just in different forms, and you're probably even experiencing it. You know what I'm saying? At some levels, like pay. Pay closer attention, you know, to what it looks like now. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I think that's I think that's key. You know, because right. like even when I look up uh <laughs> look up the definition of it online, right? Like uh it's like if you listen to this, you're not gonna feel like you're going through this, man. It says <laughs> <laughs> it says Well shoot, you might actually Hold on, all right, let me let me what go. What does back. it say, Marcus? All right, my bad, my bad. It says bullying, harassment, uh, policies and restrictions mm-hmm. that target a group or groups, institutional attitudes uh, considered acceptable. Oh, it oh, and segregation are some of the examples. So my bad. So bullying, harassment, policies or restrictions that target a group, and segregation. Mm-hmm. These are some these are some examples. And you might not be, you know, you might be listening to that list. Like you know, I've never been bullied. I've never really been harassed. Um, I guess the policies and restrictions thing you might you might have seen before, you know. But segregation, you know, like you're not really we're not we're not experiencing that for the most part, you know, a lot. But yeah. the bullying thing, I heard I heard Julius say bullying, <laughs> like saying That's it. That's a strong word. Yeah, yeah strong it's a strong word. word. But I think that there are um there are some things that we are experiencing, you know, on the bullying thing. At least I could like I could say that I've experienced like bullying, man. I hate that term. It's, it's right. a, but like, because I'm 35, I'm right, right there, like, yeah, I'm bullied. You know, <laughs> right. bullied out of here because of what I believe. Like, I don't, you know, I don't feel like. <laughs> I would never say that. Out loud. <laughs> <laughs> even if it happened. Yeah, even if it happened. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, so I guess, uh, you know, like, I guess that is probably what most of us. You know, even if we would change the terminology from bullying to something else, like that's probably what most of us would be able to relate to on some level, you know, like. You mean like mocking or what do you mean? Yeah, I guess like mocking or being made fun of, um, being, you know, like having people say, you know, uh, just like weird things to you, like Jason was talking about earlier, you know, or. uh, Yeah, like people not treating you people not treating you the way they treated you before strictly on the basis yeah. of you being a believer now and nothing else you know mm-hmm. true yeah. is that a bad thing or a good thing because i feel like depending on the situation depends on how you look you know what it. i mean yeah, <laughs> yeah. and well, what do you mean by that let's let's start to crack yeah. this thing open you know yeah because i'm thinking about if if they can somebody if they can perceive jesus the light of jesus the word of jesus in you or i does that have to be a bad thing? It, re- it reminds right. me of, um, I guess, depending on how they respond to it, because that could be, you know, that could be negative. But I want to say it was in the book of Acts when they were in the upper room and that big experience happened with the them being able to speak in other people's native tongues and everybody's like, what's going on? Y'all remember that? I think yeah, Acts, Acts 2, right? Two. 
actually. Yeah. yeah. So one group of people you know, like received Christ, they were in awe, they were astonished in a positive way, like, whoa, this is the Lord, this is cool. But on the other hand, you had this group of people that's like that were mocking them, like, oh, they're just drunk. This is not God. So it makes me wonder if there's some validity to how they respond and how we figure that out. Just kind of huh. throwing stuff out there. Wow. You know what okay. I mean? It's one event, but two different groups of people. And we're kind of, as believers, stuck in the middle of how do we respond to people that are coming to Christ, but then in the other, in our other ear, we can hear people, people laughing. Right. That's a, I feel like I have had that experience before, at least on a much lesser level than Acts 2, but this mix of, like, I hear laughter and people joking, but then, like, somebody's responding. Somebody's either, either coming to faith or maybe they're deepening their walk with God because of what they see in me. Mm-hmm. It's, so very, it's yep. a very weird experience, I will say, Yeah. for me personally. Yeah. To feel both. I've sensed and felt both. Yeah. yeah. And, like, now nah, you're making you're making valid, like, I, I can relate to that because I do yeah. find that I mean, you you mentioned this earlier, Marcus, off off the thing, but like how scripture like comes to life, and you're like, oh, like Jesus mentioned this, and it's actually happening. You know, mm-hmm. like he he tells the disciples like they will hate you because they first hated me, mm-hmm. but like he also you know gives this promise throughout the entire Bible of like you know he's going to gather all nations and all tongues to him. You know what I mean? And he's yeah. gathering up his children and stuff like this. So like. You do see, like, all right, there's this mocking, you know, section over here. But then, like, I got friends who, like, they're like, oh, what's up with this, man? Like, hey, I have a question about Christianity, you know, like, stuff like that, where it's like. Right. So you kind of got to, I mean, literally be like Christ in that way and, like, kind of stick to the mission. And I don't want to jump too far ahead, but, like, you got to stick to what he's told you to do and remember what he told you is going to happen to you because you're doing it. You know, yeah, yeah, man. I think um, like something you you said, Julia, like when you were painting a scenario of like people persecuting you while others are listening, it made me realize, you know, how how Jesus was basically saying, like, you know, you're going to have to like die to yourself. You know what I mean? Yeah, because yeah, because if you care about you. You know, to the extent that it matters how you're perceived, it matters what others think, it matters, you know, whether or not you look dumb or anything like that, or, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. if you care about those types of things, then you'll you'll deny Christ as a result. You know right. what I'm saying? You'll end up wow. bending towards what other people, you know, are mm-hmm. saying, you know what I'm saying? But if you care for the purpose of Christ, then you have, you have to die to yourself. You have to die to, you know... Um, what everybody else says, thinks, believes about you in order to stick to the mission. Because, I mean, like, we talk about this all the time, like, like Christianity looks, from a world perspective, absolutely nuts. It's, it's, a, it's a crazy, crazy-looking thing, you know what I'm saying? Until, <laughs> until you're saved, until, you know, God starts revealing many, wow. many things to you, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, I think, I think that, you, I say all that ah. to say, like, I think you gotta keep it in mind that we are to be dying to ourselves, you know, mm-hmm. and like, yeah, like we're going to we're going to catch heat, but we shouldn't care about that heat more than we care about, you know, like God, you know, God's perspective of, of what we're doing. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then like uh, like 
I was also just kind of looking through some scriptures on persecution, and it's like, yeah. it's like, uh, what is what's the the very first one I saw here? When you look it up, it says, "All who desire to live a godly life in Christ will be persecuted." Yeah, you that's Second Timothy, right? Yeah. yeah. So it's like you. <laughs> I mean, this there's a lot you can talk about with that particular scripture. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. it's like if you don't feel persecuted. Yeah, you know, you mm. might want to yeah. think about it. Like, are you mm. blending so well that you don't look any different? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. To where you yeah. wouldn't catch persecution at any point in time. You know what I mean? Yo, Jesus said, "Woe to you when all men speak well of you." Wow, yeah. because that's yeah. what they did with the false prophets. False prophets, yeah. I just yeah. Heard that. yeah. Oh, so yeah, <laughs> yeah. because when you think about it, when you know when we are like you said like when god reveals himself to us and we know now what he wants and when he's telling us things about ourselves and about sin like you're in direct opposition to everything that was once cool and yeah cool to many of the people who you know uh you grew up with hung with so like you're gonna literally like clash with 98 percent of everything else that other people <laughs> like. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, this is great. Percentage. I love uh, this. Let's do this. Accurate percentage, bro. And you're like, yeah. 98. <laughs> Very precise. <laughs> Wait. I hear you. I've, but you I've might, sat you down might. and thought about it. <laughs> you did the math. You crushed them numbers. <laughs> I did. I got, <laughs> I got you. I got you. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, That's real. That's real. Gonna, yeah. But I, I think... I mean, part of this conversation is like, you know, that may not be the case, like Julia said, for every believer. And so mm -hmm. now what's going on there? Like, mm -hmm. are you actually, have you actually changed? Do you see, do we see fruit and evidence in, in your life of God, like sanctifying you and working on you and you being obedient to what the Holy Spirit wants you to do? Or are you just kind of like, oh, I'm a Christian. I found out all this cool stuff about God and I believe it, but I'm the villain. Blend, blend in. Yeah. That's a good question. Because now I'm thinking about, I'm going to throw one other thing into that pot. Um, sometimes I hear, and I feel like I've done this as well. I hear people, believers, speak about persecution from other believers, but it's really about a sanctification issue. I think mm. we need to separate mm. that. That's, I don't think that's the definition of biblically of what persecution is. Like, for example, let's say, like you said, Jason, somebody's kind of growing up in the Lord and there's this back and forth with them and other believers about maybe something in their lifestyle that they're doing. You see mm -hmm. what I'm saying? That is not persecution. If a fellow believer confronts you or I and, hey, right. we, you can't, you are in the kingdom of God now. You cannot do this. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I think that incorrectly gets mislabeled. I just wanted to throw that out there as persecution. Okay. Yeah. 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 Wow. And it like, <laughs> like World War Three. I've been in these conversations. Like. Oh wow. And then oh, wow. there's a separation. You mentioned segregation. I don't. I feel like that happened even within the body of Christ. You know what I'm saying? As if pe yeah. people are convicted at different levels. People are at different levels spiritually. When you confront someone, I feel like you can get division if there's no acceptance of the Word of God, and it just kind of. That might be a rabbit trail, but I was thinking about that while you were talking. 
Yeah. Yeah. I um. Yeah. That's for real. I wanted you know to tell I mean? y'all a story. Yeah. Like you, <laughs> you remind me of a story that uh, it just happened like a couple months ago. But like, uh, there's this guy on um on Facebook who I truly admire for like, you know, constantly putting out different things, you know, about scripture or whatever, right? But then he kind of made this post talking about like, you know, like sowing seeds and you know paying your tithes and how you'll be blessed all kinds of financially for just paying your tithes and stuff like that, right? Like, but like. He was talking about it from the curse perspective. Like, you'll be cursed if you don't. I ain't trying to be under the curse. Don't get this curse up on you. Pay them mm. tithes so y'all be straight like that, right? And so I was like, all right. And um, I just started, like, <laughs> you know, like a little conversation with him about yeah. <laughs> what the Bible says about tithes and, you know, things we've talked about on the show before. And after that, he started posting all these posts that would say things like, uh, blessed are those who get uh, persecuted. Oh my you gosh. know what I'm saying? For, <laughs> and I'm like, bro, like, we should be able to talk right. about this, you know, yeah. with one another and actually look yeah. to scripture as our basis for it without you acting like you just got persecuted by your own brother in Christ. Like, I'm not, I'm not attacking you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm just attacking what you currently are presenting, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, to everybody else. But he saw that as persecution he saw that as oh i'm about to definitely get blessed now you know because it says blessed are those who are persecuted for christ's sake i'm about wow. to definitely get blessed now because uh because people you confronted are, him yeah because i because i called him out or something you know that is not pers- <laughs> that is not persecution right. yeah yeah because there's also scripture that says uh i think it's in james where he talks about like um he talks about like what you saying? Like you're blessed if you're if you're persecuted for things of God. But he was like, I gotta find the scripture because I'm butchering it. But he was like, basically, like if you're locked up though because you robbed somebody, he was like, yeah. basically, like that's not the same thing. <laughs> if you're arrested because yeah. you did because of sin, like no, yeah. just because you're a Christian, anything bad that happens to you isn't persecution. It's yeah. literally because yeah. of something that you're for Christ's sake for lack of a better term. Right, you, right. you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That's good. Let's talk about that. What do you mean? What are some examples of being persecuted for Christ's sake? Christ's sake, yeah. I think it's worth defining, talking about. Nah, yeah. it is. You mean like, like you want to start out with some examples or something like that? Like yeah. what's some good examples of it? Okay, yeah. okay. Something in everyday life, right? Yeah, like I feel like... Uh, I feel like for sure in a workplace setting, you know, if you're the person who um, goes against the popular thought about like whatever moral issues or social yeah. issues and stuff, and like now you're ostracized or like even fired because mm-hmm. you say like, nah, I don't agree with that. Or, you know, maybe you got, I don't know how it is in schools, but like maybe if you're like, nah, I'm not with my child, like having, you know, freaking let me let me <laughs> i'm not with my child like being in the bathroom with boys just because you know he's saying he identifies it you know what i mean like no i'm not i'm not with that and like yeah. you know maybe now <laughs> you get issues because of that you know like when you active actively and it doesn't have to be so radical all the time but i think like when you're actively um taking a position of what's righteous in god's eyes <laughs> and you know like yeah, you get some blowback. Yeah, that's real. Yeah, <laughs> my man, my mind goes in so many different directions. I know. Right. God, man, this is mm. yeah. Uh, you okay. could, you, you could, uh, 
ahead. Go ahead. Nah, nah my that. example is my example is bad. Um, Uh-oh. but I do I do think uh, <laughs> that's a solid. I'm gonna stick with you on that. Like that's a solid example. Um, yeah. Like when you are. <sighs> cause all right, cause I experienced that in the workplace recently, right? Where one of my coworkers was telling a story about how the school was asking the young children to state their sex, right? Like they were like four and five year olds and they were they were told to state their sex so that the teachers could properly properly address them. You know what I'm saying? And so like my <laughs> my reaction to that was like that's ridiculous. Right. And so, you know, something like that, you know, people kind of know at work, like, you know, I'm a Christian or whatever. Right. But like everybody else at my job is kind of like, well, you know, like this is this is 2020. This is the way that things are headed. This is, you know, we ought to be embracing this. And I'm just like, well, come on, man. You know, and so yeah. it's like, oh, well, but you're, you know, well, here you go with your, you know, barbaric, ancient, you know, 2000 year old <laughs> beliefs. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> It's, you're not accepting, yeah, 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 yeah. And then um, there was a uh, there was another conversation we had, man. Um, on the basis of we were just talking about morality, right? Just in a general sense. And one of the questions that we were answering was like, "Does morality change over time?" This is all that work. And so I was like, uh, "I don't, I don't know if morality changes over time." And so knowing that I'm a Christian, you know, they brought up. They say, well, I think morality changes over time. Look at look at your Bible like that. It was like and so the context of this is all kinds of crazy. We were like in the Bible, uh, people like men were allowed to just rape women. And, you know, like uh, they were killing all kinds of people, you know, whoever they wanted to. And, what? you know, all that. kind. Of, you know, but then in the New Testament, we're supposed to be all good to each other. Do you mean you know allowed? What I'm well, that's Sorry. what I'm saying. So the context, the context was, was, was all out of whack. But like. I, I guess remember. my whole point is like they were kind of persecuting me indirectly, you know what I'm saying, for you. what I believe. Like, like, yeah. dude, you believe in all this, this, you know what I'm saying, ancient, you know, garbage where, you know, like that Bible you read is just totally bogus, you know, and like, mm-hmm. like they were, they were coming at me sideways, you know, like through, uh, you know, these conversations we were having, man. So I, I would say like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's uh, like those those to me are some examples, you know, and like those are examples of like people who are on like the outside, you know, kind of talking about us yeah. as Christians. But, Julie, you brought up something earlier, you know, um, about like what it looks like for other believers to persecute believers, you know, yeah. which I think is, is something um, <laughs> interesting, too, because it's multifaceted, <laughs> you know, it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Uh, the example I had was, and to some extent, I still do this now. I kind of uh, am very careful about what I decide to watch on, whether it's TV or movies, that kind of thing. Uh, so in the past, I've kind of like randomly mentioned that to people or like when it comes to like going to a movie and deciding with a group of friends or, you know, whoever, uh, what we're going to go watch. And for the most part, for the most part, I think I just wasn't watching our movies at all. Like, they just, okay. it was a lot. Cool. But it was something personal for me, like, spiritually, I would be in, like, a less desirable place afterwards for whatever reason. Whether yeah. It was the cursing or the nudity or whatever, the attitudes, the killing and people's heads cut off and all that. 
I would feel you like, like I that. would need to go pray like for another hour after that. Like it just bothers, <laughs> and I'm not. It's not me trying to like be extra holy or whatever. Like it yeah. genuinely bothers something. Yeah. In me. So there have been times where I have articulated that to fellow believers and have not re- gotten as well of a reception as I would have hoped. Whether it's laughter or extra comments or maybe it's just me i'm too sensitive like all that stuff as opposed to okay we respect that if you don't want to watch this movie we'll pick something else yeah so mm-hmm. then I, I probably didn't call it persecution at the time um because it was pretty chill like i said it was i mean yeah. it was in it was in jest kind of like jason said it was lighthearted. you know there was laughter but it was that's still- how it always is these days right yeah right 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 yeah but, um, people don't know just- how to people aren't used to like being aggressive in that way Exactly, exactly. But it, it became like a thing. Like <laughs> when it comes up now and people ask me about it, be like, Oh, you ain't watched that, did you? No. L O L, wait, you gotta add the L O L in You're there. Right, they'll laugh. Right. Because yeah. the L O L makes it easier to talk about. Right. We're right. laughing our way through these these insulting persecution <laughs> comments. Exactly. <laughs> so holier than thou self, Julia. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, basically, and it just it kind of makes me feel bad because it's like, wow, I'm not trying to present something fake or false. This is just something personal for me. Yeah. Why can't we just accept it and move on? Why got to be a thing? I guess I guess a good question, like at that point, right, is why do you think that other believers, like, why would one believer receive any persecution from another believer? Mm-hmm. What's going on there? You know, what are the different mm-hmm. reasons that something like that is going to happen? You know, I think it has to do with a, a con- lack of conviction of sin. If we're talking about like this instance, you know, yeah, mm-hmm. like maybe it's a lack of understanding of like we should be running, fleeing from sin. You know, like, mm-hmm. um, and then that verse that we always bring up about like you know he who knows the right thing to do and does it do it for that man it is sin. Yeah, like you got to respect other people's convictions. But if you don't understand that, like if you don't if you think like, oh, no, 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 that's cool, dude. Like, you know, like we got liberty in Christ. We could we could watch whatever we want. But like, yeah. now nah, you don't understand. Like, this is the Holy Spirit is telling me. Right. Yeah. I shouldn't be doing this right now. Yeah. So I think it comes from like a lack of understanding, a lack of like. uh yeah, conviction of, like, how bad sin is. Mm. Like, I know I know people who have been, like, on a, like, their thing is kind of like, you know, oh, I'll just, I'll just, like, God will forgive me. You know, like, I, mm-hmm. I'll repent of that later. You know what I mean? Wow. And yeah. I think I'll for that, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and I feel like we all, without voicing it or not, you know, we all kind of, like, do that. Yeah. Um, yeah. But like, I think that's the attitude a lot of times. Like, but when you see somebody else really, really trying to like walk upright, however they do it, mm-hmm. like that's when you run into like, oh man, you sh- you think you holy, dude? Like, yeah. What? yeah. You don't. You, oh, you're not going out today. You just reading the Bible all day. Right. <laughs> <Sorry, dude. laughs> like, bro, you you know, like you know, we already going to heaven, bro. Like, what? Like, okay. <laughs> like, it don't take all that. <laughs> It'll yeah, all that man. Yeah, bro, what you trying to do? You know, we, you know, we can't be perfect, dude. Right. Mm. 
Yeah. Like we we flawed. We can't be yeah. perfect. Yeah. <laughs> they love that line. <laughs> yeah. We can't wow. be perfect. Yeah. So, I think that's it, man. Uh, I like I like the fact though that you brought up that Second Timothy scripture, dude, about like uh, everybody who desires to live godly in Christ will be persecuted. Um, because it points it points to where I just had it. I just had it. Um, anyway, oh, hold up, you're gonna have to edit this. <laughs> I just had it. Oh, here we go. So Second Thessalonians, um, if you go to chapter one and verse four, uh-huh. um, Paul is telling them that like he heard about their steadfastness and faith and all their persecutions and afflictions that they were enduring. And then in verse five, he says, this is evidence of the righteous judgment of God that you may be considered worthy of the kingdom for which you are also suffering. Mm. So like, mm. I feel mm. like when wow. and if we are persecuted by people, we should like kind of be encouraged, you know, like, oh, yeah, I'm actually going the right way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because I like, uh, as you were reading that, I come, I come across like Matthew chapter 5, 10, verses 10 through 12, which echoes the same thing. It says, blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness sake, but mm-hmm. theirs is the kingdom of heaven. It says, blessed are you when others revile you and, <laughs> and persecute you and utter all kinds of evil. Did I say it wrong? Oh no, it's just it's oh, so word. opposite of the way yeah. you, you think. Yeah. It says, blessed are you when others <laughs> revile you and persecute you and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. Mm-hmm. And it says, rejoice and be glad for your reward is great in heaven. For mm-hmm. so they persecuted the prophets who were before you. Yeah, you know, but it's like, <laughs> yeah, you're gonna catch some heat, but you're gonna catch some reward too. You know yeah. what I mean? So embrace it. That's a good know? takeaway. It's a very good takeaway. Yeah. And then it was, uh, <laughs> I, I think what was what was dope, man, is, um, and you, you alluded to it earlier when you were talking about how, like, scripture is just true and, like, us being persecuted just reinforces the truth of scripture. But, <laughs> You know, like when we were talking about like unbelievers and the persecution that we received from them, like you were kind of making this point where you were saying, like, you don't even realize that that's what you're supposed to do. You know, mm-hmm. like you don't even mm-hmm. realize that like that's kind of like your role in yeah. this whole thing. You know, according to like where you where you are right now. Yeah. You know, what I'm saying like if you're separate from God. Yeah, you're going to feel like persecuting, you know, me. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, you know, and like you gave a great example, too. And I, I might ask you to talk about it a little bit, but like Paul, you know what I'm saying? Like the story of Paul, like, is a, is a great example of like, you know, how some of us start out, you know, prior to a walk with God and then how, you know, we end up on the other side of that fence, you know, looking at things from a totally different perspective. So it's like, you know, even even like knowing that unbelievers are kind of playing this role of persecuting us, we still have to act a certain way, right? Because they may later on, just like in the case of Paul, actually become a believer, you know? Yeah. So it's like we got to, you know, even though we like we know, okay, you're going to persecute me. I still got to play this part. You know what I'm saying? I still got to make sure that I'm I'm doing everything I'm supposed to do because 
you know, you may be coming over to my side and I can't, I can't jack up this, this witness, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, yeah. why are you coming at me? So, but I, yeah. I think, um, I think, I th- yeah, I was going to ask you because I know I can, I can like talk about, I can mention the story of Paul under the assumption that everybody's familiar with it, you know? So I was going to see if you could kind of like elaborate, you know, on what was oh going on with Paul, you know, cause I know you, I know you know the word cause I know you be reading it all day long. So <laughs> yeah, let's hear it. From that persecution, here it comes. <laughs> I mean, Paul was, uh, you can read about Paul in the book of Acts, uh, <laughs> the second half, he tells you all about himself, <laughs> but no, I mean, he was, uh, yeah, you know, he was, he was a Pharisee, uh, he was a dude, he was in the church, he was getting people locked up, um, there's a, there's a um, passage in Acts where we learn about this uh, fellow believer called Stephen, who um, Paul actively was right there when he was getting killed and Paul was actually calling for his death. Um, and then we find out later on that Paul, you know, is um, met um, or met with God. Uh, really, um, not like us, but he actually met Jesus Christ. And just fast forward, he, you know, has this change of heart God, you know, turns him into this um, Apostle Paul now and his name and, you know, it's, a, it's, a, it's a, his, his whole story is encouragement for us to kind of like persevere when, when we're faced with, with like people around us who we know who um, we, we now today think like, it's like Paul himself calls himself like, you know, um, the worst of sinners. Um, all this kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I mean, because a lot of people, you know, they look at, they look at like, because Paul talks about, you know, immoral people. We're going to talk about like First Corinthians 5, where he talks about like not associating with immoral brothers and sisters. And, you know, he lists, he lists like sexually immoral. He lists um, homosexuals. He lists murderers idolaters, thieves. He lists all these people who won't inherit the kingdom. But, you know, he himself says, like, he was the worst of sinners because he was actively trying to kill Christ's people, you know, like, and persecute them. So, you know, yeah. if, if, if that guy can be saved and literally write the majority of the New Testament, mm-hmm. it should be, you know, it should be definitely be encouragement for us to, like, keep keep being persecuted. And <laughs> and witness to people, yeah, enjoy. rejoice and enjoy it because Crazy. that person could be your brother and sister one day, like literally. Mm. Yeah, and that 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 kind of leads us into one of our questions for today about like, um, when do we cut people off though? Yeah, um, I guess even even um, just real quick before you, oh, yeah, 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 just real quick before you jump into that, it said um, <laughs> like the word gives us like instructions, you know what I'm saying, on how to treat those who persecute us. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It says, bless those. This is in Romans chapter 12, verse 14. Bless those who persecute you. Bless yeah. and do not curse them. Yeah. You know? And then there's another one. It actually says to pray for those who are persecuting you. Um, yeah. yeah. Let me get that. Let me get that exact one. So it's like, you, we're not just like, oh, you know, well, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> You of the evil one, dog. So yeah. you know, this all makes sense. You know what I'm saying? Like, nah. 
right? We're supposed to, this is Matthew chapter 5, verse 44. It says, but I say to you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. So yeah. we have that instruction from Christ. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, I definitely pay no one evil for evil. Yeah. Yeah. But that's, that's uh, the that's, same chapter, mm. too. I just realized that. From yeah. the Beatitudes, it's at the end. Mm. So that's almost like in the same it, um, talk, same sermon. Yeah. And you know, that's why, that's one of those things that bothers me about um, certain prayers that we pray about, you know, returning, return to sender and stuff like that. I don't know if those prayers are necessarily biblical. Um, what do you mean, return to um, so there are certain <laughs> types of prayers that I've I've actively okay. like been a part of where okay um let's say like you know someone let's say you have an enemy who is actively like uh, and I mean I guess like in 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 the spiritual way like a spiritual enemy someone okay. who's trying to pray against their assignment is to pray against you know you to um, just come against you in that way you know like a, okay. a a spiritual arch enemy. You know, they don't. They don't want. They, yeah, they don't. They don't want your. Um, and I'm not saying that that stuff isn't real. Like they don't want your progress. You know, okay. they may see what you're doing. They. They're just. I mean, witchcraft is real. There are certain people who do get into all that stuff. Yeah, I'm like, there are people okay. who actively are trying to stop certain people. I got you. Like, yeah. So like, there are prayers sometimes that are prayed like you know, put all that stuff back on them and like whatever they thought. Oh, okay. I got you. Yeah. Like you whatever, they, whatever, my, yeah, whatever my enemies are I wishing on me, put it back on them. And like, yeah. wow, that, that isn't really what like Romans 12 says in 17, it says repay no one evil for evil, but yeah. give thought to do what is honorable in the sight of all. And like, it's repeated in scripture that we're supposed to like turn the other cheek, you know, like forgive, yeah. forgive, forgive. We should be like asking that God have grace in these people's lives and all that kind of stuff. True. Not and, that you know they would die. Yeah, I was gonna say, and mm. also if it does come to that, there's a verse that might be around the same place. Y'all have to help me find it. But vengeance is mine, says the Lord. So if it happens to be a case where something like that would be just, I feel like the scripture is saying we don't have to pray for that to happen. God will, yeah. if mm. it's necessary, He will do that. We don't need to. Send extra prayers, like yeah, you know. Man, I yeah, love that because though. y'all kind of like breaking it down into like our part and his part, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, like Julia, when you were talking about the what was happening at the end of chapter five in Matthew, yeah, um, it made me think, you know, like we might we might want to just read through, you know, what I'm saying like what the end of chapter five in Matthew actually says, you know, what I'm saying because like our part it says. Like he, he captures our part in the scripture right here. It says, but I say mm-hmm. to you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. And then in verse 45, it says, so that yeah. you may be sons of your father who is in heaven. Ooh. Yeah. So it's like, all right, like, like do this to identify yourself. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. As, as, you know, a son of God. And then it says, yeah. um, it says, for he makes his sun rise on the evil and on the good and sends rain on the just and on the unjust. And then 46 yeah. says, for if, and like, here's where it's like, it's getting to like that, that logic, like the logic of, of God. You know what I'm saying? Where it's like, for if yeah. you love those who love you, what reward do you have? Do not mm. even the tax collectors do the same. And if you greet only your brothers, what more are you doing than anyone else? You know, so do not even the Gentiles do the same. 
You therefore yeah. must be perfect as your heavenly father is perfect. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It's like, so love, you love all. You don't choose who you love and who you don't love. You love them yeah. all. <laughs> and that's, I love that, dude, because that's one of those scriptures where you could, you could take it out of context when he says be perfect, right? Yeah. It's perfect there is talking about the consistency that he just mentioned. Mm, yeah, you know what I mean? Point. Like, yeah. love, love your enemy and love that person. Lend to your enemy and lend, you know what I mean? Like, wow. It's yeah. not, it's not saying like you're not going to sin. That's one of those like, well, how are we going to be perfect? You, you got to be perfect. Yeah. Yeah. If, if that was the case, we wow. wouldn't need Jesus. Wow. Yeah. Like but perfection I, in the sense of yeah. being impartial. Yeah. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's dope. You deep, bro. You deep, bro. But, but, but no, one of the issues with this is that, <laughs> yeah, you stupid. And, uh, you must read this Bible a lot, man. Right. You must be in here. <laughs> very right. Persecution right. comes, boy. Goodness. <laughs> familiar, my familiar friend. <laughs> familiar. Wow. My familiar friend. My bad. I cut you off. What was you about to say? Nah, I was about to talk about something. Go ahead, Julie. No, no, no. Mine is short. I was thinking about verse 48 and, you know, people talking about, yeah, we're not supposed to be perfect. I kind of want to use that as a jab. That's all I'm saying. Like, well, mm. verse 48 says, therefore, you must be perfect. Yeah. Right. People yeah. claim it's not there. It is there. Yeah. I argue that. Yeah, because you know what? Like, I've, heard, I've heard um, I've heard it be preached where people are like, uh, don't be so, like, this is, this is a, an example of believers persecuting other believers for yes, wanting to follow scripture that. more closely where it's like yes. don't be so heavenly minded that you're no earthly good right Ooh, you know right. and it's like that's not scripture that yeah that's not a scripture at all and like it's such a statement just calls you to like it causes you to just you know be like yeah. eh, it ain't worth all that you know let me yeah. let me be some earthly good like like <laughs> wait what what is what does that even mean? What does that like, even what does that mean? Why would I want to be earthly good? You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, what are, what are we talking you're about? If you're truly heavenly good, then you would be good <laughs> to everything, including the earth, if it's truly from God. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. But that's just one of those good examples. Like that's a statement that like right a lot of people <laughs> heard you. That's that's a statement that you oh. hear a lot, you know, in some in some church circles, you know, where yeah. it's like, you know, where you where you feel you feel like there's almost pressure to not be yes. scriptural, to not study, mm-hmm. to not, you know what I'm saying? Like, why yeah. are you doing all that? You going above and beyond for no reason. <laughs> what? <laughs> what you doing all that for? You yeah, making us look bad. Yeah. It look bad. It's like the yeah. A student, everybody else getting C's. Yeah. Like, would you stop being smart? <laughs> you messing, yeah. <laughs> messing up the curve. You messing up the curve. Right. This is real. Anyway, oh like you, you remind me of like, <laughs> dang, I never thought about it like that. But like the the type of churches who are like, nah, like we should be inclusive. Like, no, we shouldn't mm. be telling people they're sinners. Like that doesn't attract people to the gospel. Or you yeah. know, like churches who put rainbow flags up in front. Like we welcome you all. Like we get that. That is never not the message of the gospel. But right. it's never not the message of the gospel to tell people to turn from sin. You know, but it's like mm-hmm. I don't, I'm not even gonna call no names out, but like there's a lot of like big pastors, you know, who we see online and stuff like that, and they don't they're about like inclusivity, you know. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh no, nah, don't offend anybody. Like, yeah, if you yeah. do that, like that's that's not right. 
that's kind of persecution from from inside mm. kind of yeah i feel like it's a thin wow. there's a fine line with some of that stuff but i see i see where you're going because it i feel like i struggle with uh with with things of that nature because i think it the church should be a place where anybody can come to receive christ and yeah. god will do whatever you know what he needs to do but where is the line i guess is my question i've I'm glad hmm. you brought that up, but I also don't have an answer because what I what I also don't want is for people that might be in different situations, different spots, to feel like I cannot come right. at all. Like right. even if I even if they know their lives are not right, they're aware of that and they're trying to find. I guess sometimes I wonder like how do we figure that out too? I don't know if that makes sense. Nah, I, I love that. that. I think we should look to Christ and like you know what I mean? if yeah. you it makes me think about like the Pharisees. When there's mm-hmm. like when they're like, you know, why is he eating with tax collectors and sinners? Or when like uh, uh, Mary was, I think it was Mary, who was washing her, her his feet with her tears and stuff. Right. And they were like, you know, like don't you know what kind of woman this is? Because she was a prostitute or whatever. Mm. Like why are you right. letting her touch you and stuff? But like Jesus's position or his posture is more like, nah, these are the people I'm supposed to be with. These actually are the people I told to come follow me. These are the people I said, like, I want to go eat with them. But yeah. then when he's with them, though, he's like, obviously, he's not saying, like, oh, yeah, 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 what you doing is cool. Like, Yeah, y'all good. Like, yeah, y'all good. Like, you, you're going to go to heaven this way. Like, no, no, no. But he, he's actively seeking them out, actually. Yeah. yeah. While the Pharisees is like, no, 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 keep them away. Like, that's, mm. not, the, that's not the point. Gotcha. Ooh. Wow, you know? man. Wow. Yeah, man. Something to think about. Yeah. So, so that's if your church is like that, like nah, Jeez. they ain't they ain't they ain't welcoming there. Cause I've seen crazy stuff online like that. That's like, what I'm mm-hmm. saying. Like, cause I feel like sometimes it's people get pushed away. Yeah. Not necessarily either. Yeah, so. that's some Pharisee stuff. Like I've seen a pastor like throw homosexuals out. You know, like yeah, nah, you, yeah. you this and that. And who knows what the context of that was? You know. Yeah. But but that but, was because I I remember a video being passed around about that like a guy in a congregation dressed a certain way and the pastor me like oh no you gotta go you gotta like he stopped the service and <laughs> yeah the guy out and it's like everybody was kind of like like yeah that's the right thing to do that's the right thing to do and it's like but is it you know what i mean like like i, I don't know like if given that we don't know the context right, right. but like right. if that's if all. the context was that that's his first time you know showing up to the church Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because he wanted to, you know, turn over a new leaf and, and, and see what God was about. And that's the reaction that we have, you know what I'm saying? Then yeah. how how are those people to hear the to hear the word? You right. know what I'm saying? But you know, mm-hmm. if it if it was that, you know, like that guy had been showing up for like, you know, two or three months worth of services, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Still dressed the same way or even worse. And if he's saying he's a brother in Christ. Kind of going back to that yeah. First Corinthians five. Mm, wow. And if you go down at the end of that, the last paragraph, <clears> that's when he's telling you, like, yo, remove and don't eat with these people who say they're brothers, but they continue yeah. in this immoral way. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then I guess the questions are like, all right, like, how long do you how much grace what's the grace period? You know, because we all struggle. Yeah. Yeah. Right, yeah. You know. And I was thinking about other stuff too, like what about other which sins are we referring to and how much do you need to know about the person? I feel like that could get sticky too. You know what I mean? Like yeah. a bunch of people doing a bunch of stuff that don't nobody know nothing about and they mm-hmm. sit right next to you and they look quote unquote straight or they look quote unquote whatever. Yeah. Right. But they get to stay. 
Yeah. Yeah, that's real. That's so real. Like, that's real. That's hard. That's very real. That's hard. Yeah. Yeah. Because some stuff is more outwardly noticeable than others. And I feel like people Mm. get it. I don't want to say unfair, but I don't, I just, it feels disproportionate Mm -hmm. from my experience. Because some people can kind of more covertly like cover up what they're doing. You know what I mean? Like, trying to figure everybody else. Stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely, man. Let me ask you this though, right? And mm. I, if my if my metaphor is messed up, help me out. But like, all right, so we got some bread over here that's molded, right? Okay. Now, obviously, the mold there's this follow me here. The okay. Bread is bad, but there was a point at which that mold was like super duper small, and we couldn't see it. Okay. But now that the mold is like visible, you know, like oh no, nah, that gotta go. So I guess my point is like we could in our natural human minds, I guess without the Holy Spirit like giving you some kind of unction or saying like, hey, <laughs> okay. like maybe you should, you know, like revealing something to you like in a dream, maybe like about somebody or whatever. Mm-hmm. You could only kind of go off what you see, right? Sure. That's my only like thing with that is like, well, I may not see the mold until I see it. And now I know, like, oh, no, 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 I got to take that out. Got you. Mm-hmm. But, like, mm-hmm. I don't, I may not be able to see you gossiping about people and stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if I, but if I, if I, if I, but if I do, your, huh? if I do, right, then what? Do they you know get what kicked out too? Yeah. Because I think, I think that's, like, cause I feel like when Julia brought that up, she was like, yo, like we're treating this thing with all this scrutiny, you know, and judgment. But then these things over here, they, they, they get free passes for all the yeah. time. You know what I mean? So like the second, like if we are going to judge homosexuality or things, you know, like that are visibly apparent in one yeah. way, it's like when those other things pop up, I got to lay down the same, the same judgment, you, you know what I'm saying, for all that. You do. And that's, that's how it really ought to be you know what i'm saying like if, and I, if we take that road i've i've run into like the argument that like well homosexuality is an abomination and certain things an abomination to god and it's a different type of sin um and i understand that i do understand that yeah like uh i understand that homosexuality and sins against your own body are different than me gossiping yeah. That is that is true. Yeah, that's scriptural. You know, and Paul talks about you know them receiving um, the penalty for their sins in their own bodies and stuff like that. So, and there's another scripture that I that I it's like on the tip of my tongue, but it it talks about um, oh, it's no man hates his own body, you know, and like there's another one too, and I'll I'll bring it up if it comes back to me, but like there are sins against your body mm-hmm. that are you know. I'm not saying that it's worth more or less like uh, punishment. That's not what I'm trying to get at. But I'm I'm saying like there are certain sins that are going to have more um, dreadful outcomes, I guess, just because of the nature of them. So for us, I do think like if like if we see a friend, even leave homosexuality aside, if we see a friend who's telling us like, and Marcus, I'm sure you may have boys like this, like, he has a lot of unprotected sex with a lot of various women. Like, nah, I don't wear condoms, dog. Yeah. It's like you may you may jump 
on that man a little bit more than somebody who's like, you know, like, oh, I told, I, I like telling secrets. Because mm. you may be like, dude, you may get AIDS, bro, and die. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you yeah. you you look at, I'm, I'm talking from the position of like, hey, I'm not talking about like, throw them out. I'm talking about like, yo, repent, chill, yeah. stop, yeah. stop, stop, yeah. stop, stop. I see. And, uh, and I'm just saying, I'm talking humanly now, not like, yeah, I'm just talking me personally, Jason is like, I would, I would be a little bit more, I guess, on somebody or whatever when it comes to certain, like, physical sins, because I just see, like, the physical harm in it. You know, like, if you see somebody who's like, I don't know, just eating McDonald's every single day, and you're like, dude, like, your insides are probably getting really messed up. You know, like, I see you gain like 80 pounds, dude. Like, you might you might have a heart attack soon. Like, you got to chill. You're being mm-hmm. gluttonous, you know? Like, if you, if you like, I take that a little, I just, for whatever reason, I look at it a little different than in like, if that person was lying. Not that it's bad or worse, but like, because I'm physically seeing what it could happen to your body, I'm going to be like, bro, you you are really, 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 really killing yourself. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But the whole abomination thing, like one is an abomination and the other, I'm not totally with that because it says like a lying tongue is an abomination and um, hand uh, feet to shed innocent blood are an abomination. Like the word abomination is throughout scripture, especially in the Old Testament. And it talks about various things. So I don't necessarily rank like homosexuality is an abomination and this is a lesser of sins. But I do understand that, like, uh, Jesus says stuff like, you know, it would be worse for Tyre and Sidon than it was for Sodom and Gomorrah in that day um, because certain people don't receive the gospel and stuff like that. So I do understand from Scripture that, like, there are, and I'm jumping around in my mind because y'all are on me right now. Y'all are like, wait, Mm -hmm. brother. Hold up, brother. Hold up, brother. Uh Brother. I'm taking notes. (laughs) I want to bring up all the things that you say. Hold up, brother. Brother. <laughs> no, I ain't, I ain't nah, I saw Julia go like this though. I know. When she, when she did that, I was like, "Oh, it's about to go down." Let's go. It's not. It's not. Oh, I have so many thoughts. That's 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 just my personal like conviction about uh, physical sexual type of sins versus, um, I guess, moral uh, outside of sexual immoral sins. Yeah. I guess what would I go ahead, Julia? No, I just think I have thought I feel like this is potentially a different podcast. Yeah, it's going a different way. Because well, it doesn't have to be bad. I guess I'm just thinking because there's, there's other things I guess that I'm thinking about that mm. I don't know. This is a whole other can of worms. I don't know if as a church, like the church at large is something I thought about a little bit. If the church at large knows how to deal with different groups of people, different types of sin in general. So mm-hmm. I think my, the hand over my uh, face was more just thinking through. I feel like there's some other issues that we would have to talk about. Um, not necessarily today, but I think that's that's kind of what I was processing and thinking about. That I understand that I understand what the word says, but I also have seen that different people respond to things differently, and I don't know if that's always about their sin. Sometimes it sometimes it can be the different. Whether it's different people in the church or the way that it is addressed is not always 
I don't know if that's always right is what I'm trying to get to. Right. So sometimes I am uncomfortable with those particular things and sense in particular in how how it is addressed, how other things in the church seemingly not addressed or kind of fly under the radar or is not cared about. But there's a few that seem to get a little bit more, you know, um, heat for whatever or heat or whatever you want to call it. Like, I just want I just I wonder about those things when I'm saying I'm aware of what, you know, the word says, but I also feel like there's other avenues we can go down or, or roads we can go down about. Yeah. I, th- you know I think uh, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like how how do you present the gospel um in those contexts? It's not always the same. Yeah. And there's yeah. A, I would even say sometimes there's a different level. I see much different levels of patience and grace and even the way the word is explained. Yeah. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? It's different yeah. than if it's something else. There yeah. seems to be a lot more compassion and other stuff related to many other things, but yeah. with the quote-unquote cardinal sins, it's more of just like, nope, you have to change it now before you come in. But like yeah. everything else, huh. everything else is yeah. like, oh, well, you got, we'll pray with you, we'll you know be in a group with you, we'll do blah blah blah. Um, so it just, yeah. it just I have. I think it's. Can I put a disclaimer on what I what I was explaining? I'm gonna edit it out. I'll edit this spotless. disclaimer, but go ahead. <laughs> I was saying it. I was saying what I was saying. (laughs) I was saying what I was saying from the perspective of this is of someone who's already a believer doing these things. Not like okay, all right, bet yeah, Uh, yeah. But it's it's. I don't know if it's gonna make it into the thing or not. I feel like there's we can talk about some of the stuff off camera, but there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff going on, and I just wonder. I wonder how some of this stuff should be addressed. It's just if you bringing up other thoughts that I've had in the past. Question. Yeah, I, I hear you. I hear you. I do it's think that. Um, I think that the reason like it does get get a different, like some things get a different level of attention, mm-hmm. goes back to the fact that they are more obvious and people have obvious. less familiarity with the smaller things. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. before you ever picked up a Bible, you heard people say that like certain things were wrong. You know what I'm saying? But it's not until you open that Bible that you learn, okay, lying tongue is wrong. Uh, To covet my neighbor's wife is wrong. Um, You know what I'm saying? Like those smaller, seemingly smaller, less lesser well-known things, you know what I'm saying? Like like you didn't really like have an awareness of. Like the the other things were like obvious and are talked about by, you know, people both in and outside of the church. Whereas there are these other things that you know, that uh, we don't even come into understanding of until, you know, we start, like, really, really searching the scriptures, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But I also think that, um, I think that <laughs> it's, on some level, it's easier for us to, I ain't gonna say us, like, as in, like, uh, true believers but let's just say like people who label themselves as christians it's easier for them to uh label themselves righteous right or like in the right i guess you know when they can point out the what is seemingly the polar opposite you know what i'm saying it's easy for us to be oh like this is us and you or them like we are right because like we, that's that's kind of what we look for like a lot a lot of people like going back to the point i was making before we even started hitting the record button um like a lot of people label themselves as believers you know what i'm saying um without knowing anything about god and a lot of that has to do with you know adapting this persona of you know good clean and wholesome 
You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so when I'm able to point at, you know, like a criminal, you know what I'm saying? Be like, oh, that man is a criminal. That man is a murderer. We do it when we watch TV. You know, I'm glad I'm not a murderer. You know, I've right. seen an example of it in the Bible too. I'm glad I'm not a murderer. I'm glad mm-hmm. I'm not a, a thief. I'm glad I'm not this. You know, we have those thoughts like subconsciously and it makes us feel better about ourselves. You know what I'm saying? And so I think that when you have yeah, something I, 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 like these very, very visible sins, it's very easy to, you know, be like, okay, well, like, yeah, let's, let's, let's hop on that. You know what I'm saying? As we feel better about our position as, as Christians, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So I think it's, I think like those top, like that particular topic that you're, that you're saying, Julie, is like, it's so uh, complicated because like, even when we start talking about how like the church is addressing things like this, it's like, well, who are we calling the church when we say that? You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like us as believers would deal, like us in this particular group being a part of the church would handle that much differently, you uh-huh. know, than the church at large. You know what I'm saying? Or like certain mm-hmm. certain churches in different locations. You know what I mean? But I think that that has more to do with like like our our search for like the true heart of God versus like the rules, you know, and, and like the the uh, I guess like. Yeah, like the set of rules and stuff like that, that people have like stripped out of seemingly stripped out of the Bible and set up as the gate for Christianity. You know what I'm saying? It's like like we are looking at like, all right, what is the heart? God, God sent his son to save sinners. So we need to be ministering to those who are in all types of sin. You know what I'm saying? That mm-hmm. would be our perspective. And we need to minister to them with grace on all levels. You know what I'm saying? No matter the sin. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Whereas like other people have that that gate of rules you know what i'm saying where it's like okay well this is the abomination sin this is the uh death sin of death <laughs> this is the so okay as long as you don't get you know um <laughs> fall into those categories right of, like these sins yeah you're good the rest of the sins ah you know yeah. we'll, we'll work that out we got prayer groups <laughs> for that you know what i'm saying going back to what you were saying earlier so but i just feel like i just said a whole lot so <laughs> let me shut up oh, nah, you, you're on point though you're on point <laughs> That's a that's a big bigger conversation, but I mean, yeah. How do you? I, I mean, addressing sin in any group of believers is difficult. I don't mm-hmm. know if I've ever. I mean, let alone like you know your corporate worship with a whole bunch of people in a building. That is probably ninety eight percent of churches ain't doing that, right? Yeah. Yeah. I crunched the numbers. Yeah. I crunched the numbers and 98%. <laughs> they're not addressing sin like and, and, and doing the things that biblically, you know, we're instructed to do. But like even in your own groups. Yeah. Like yeah. we we don't we don't really get into I mean, I can speak personally, I don't really get into first of all, the word says like confess ye your sins to one another. I was thinking about that. I can't remember Can really, we do that? Yeah, like <laughs> For do real. we really want to go there? Thank you. Right. Let's start yeah. there. You know, yeah, that's real. But we're instructed to do it in scripture. So, like, I think we're again, like, our our perspective on sin is like messed up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's messed up. I agree. And then on top of that, we have like the world, who is like from generation to generation, generation. There's a new issue. Yeah. So now we're dealing with something that our parents, they they dealt with in a similar way, but like they weren't dealing with like, yo, a boy isn't a boy. And all, right. you know what I mean? So like yeah. now that kind of stuff influences what is, 
even the church's hot button sin, like you saying, like, oh no, 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 mm-hmm. now, now, now we got to talk about gender issues and this, and mm-hmm. we got to talk about uh, what's the other one with, with uh, like race. Uh, what am I trying to say? Uh, social justice. We got to mm-hmm. talk about social justice. What is that? And you know, like, yeah. So we get like blown by the wind, the waves of the the, the winds of the world kind of thing. Yeah. That shouldn't be the case. We should just be the same for whatever. But wow, wow. But even even to bring it back to like uh like the persecution thing, right? It's like like the way because you you kind of see even with new hot button issues, you see this splitting off of like the church itself, where it's like okay, some of the church is going to stand up for what the scriptures actually says, you know. And how they do, they could do that in the right way and the wrong way, right? <laughs> and then you have this other part of the church who's going to embrace, you know, like uh, the world's perspective. You know what I'm saying? And so, yeah. like, even us who decide to, like, all right, stick to scripture and, and what, what God says or whatever, and who are trying to do it the right way, like, we're going to catch persecution. You know what I'm saying for for that type of stuff. You know, like like all the time. Crap, I got people messaging me, but um. Uh, my bad, my bad. Like that, that annoys me. Like when you you doing this and then you got notifications pop up. I gotta figure out how to block notifications. You too man. popular, but, man. You gotta go on airplane mode. <laughs> oh, wait. Can I do that? I don't know if that'll let us record though. Can I still record? So. I think so. I'm not taking your technology advice. Let me let me, let me start there. Let me start there. <laughs> yeah, don't don't try it right now. <laughs> right. Yeah, but I guess um. Like it was something you said, and I think you were you were going into another part of the conversation. Just to get back to persecution, right? You were saying mm-hmm. like like when the question was when do we begin to and now this is like a total gear switch, but like when do we begin to cut people off? You know what I'm saying? That um that's that, how we got here. I was wondering. Yeah, how we got that's there. how it started. Yeah, but like when do we begin oh. to cut people off who are <laughs> <laughs> you know like uh I guess like persecuting us? You know. Mm-hmm. Is that was that the question? Was it cut it people was, off who were persecuting us? Yeah. yeah so like, what do we what do we say about <laughs> what do we say about that? I feel, like, <laughs> yeah, I feel like I'm we just sorry. came all the way y'all, back down to earth. We back we back on earth. And, and we have landed. Y'all set me Welcome up. To y'all set me up. Y'all Welcome set me Seattle. up, dude. It's all good, but I think we should have. We should have that conversation. <laughs> I was just trying to be honest. We should have that conversation. No, no, I love it. That's what we're here for. I'm not saying it was right. I was saying that's why I kept saying I'm speaking in a human way. In my human mind, yeah. I look at, I look at, you know, I would if Marcus is out here. See, y'all, I I feel so scared. <laughs> Please don't. But if go. Marcus was out here being sexually immoral. I would have a list of reasons why it was detrimental to it, for him and his entire family and how it could ruin his life. You could yeah. get your, your wife sick. You could get your kids sick. Literally, they could get STDs, all that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? That's where I was trying to go. So I would be calling Marcus every day saying, like, yo, stop, 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 you know? Yeah. Like, gosh, y'all are, y'all are the worst. <laughs> we just we have an honest conversation. I don't see nothing wrong with what's happening right now. But I'm not saying that the other stuff doesn't wreak havoc as well. Of course, of course, That's I understand. Yeah. You're deeply concerned. 
which is good. That's good. You know, I thought I was amongst friends, but clearly I gotta wow. I gotta find uh, a new You gotta new find podcast, what? Which leads us to the question of, of when do you cut people off? I gotta <laughs> cut some people off. <laughs> let me let me bring us back, okay? Um, Go ahead. Though, an example an example I have is if if someone is maybe causing you to sin or leading you into some form of a temptation, maybe something you've given up in the past or something you're currently trying to, you know, give up or to take on whatever God wants you to do. I, for me personally, in human terms, <laughs> would say I probably would take a step back from that person. If I could communicate that directly to them in love, I would. But if it's something that might get sticky, I might just kind of gradually pull myself back without making a scene or like blocking them. I won't, I'm not going to do all that. But for me, that would be a case. Mm. Or if I know that I, this is a little bit more subtle, but if I happen to pick up or perceive that I might be causing someone else to be tempted in some way, if I'm aware cool. of it, I feel like it's my responsibility to, to cut that as well. If I'm feeding something into them particularly. Those are, that's what I'm thinking of. That's, that's very mature. It's extremely mature. Yeah. That's recent, though. I just started doing this, like, six months ago. <laughs> yeah. I hear you. But, yeah. 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 I think, uh, just, just 1 Corinthians 5 again, um, when it comes to, like, people who aren't believers, I think... There's a lot more tolerance because they, they don't have the same, um, we don't have the same expectations of them. And, you know, Paul even talks about, like, I'm not talking, telling you to disassociate from people in the world. You know, so I feel yeah. like when it comes to, and again, like, obviously, yeah, don't stay around for temptation and stuff if you're sinning with them, but. You know, when it comes to persecution, though, like, I don't I don't know if there's any point in scripture where we're told, like, all right, back off. You know, like, like y'all were saying, like, we're just told to, like, love them. Mm. Mm -hmm. Just keep loving them, forgiving them, loving them, forgiving them. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, it makes me, like, realize, like, just my personal, in my personal story, when I first like came to Christianity, I had heard, you know, different things about cutting people off and, you know, how you, you can't mix with them and we're in the world, not of the world and all that kind of stuff, all kinds of like, like things that were just like mixed up and taken out of context. And it caused mm -hmm. me to just really separate myself from like really all my old friends. You know what I'm saying? I was like, man, it's just me now, you know, because they don't, you know, they ain't with me no more. You know, they ain't for Christ, so they against Christ. And it's, it's me and it's them. And that yeah. type of an attitude. But then you quickly realize that the light of the gospel is supposed to be shining through your witness. Yeah. You know, and nobody's there for it for it to fall on. You know yeah. what I mean? Because you cut them all off, you know, yeah. and you're leaving people in darkness, you know, from a decision that you made, you know, intentionally right. leaving them in darkness, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, you kind of got to take this perspective, like, oh yeah, I'm a, like, I would have, I would have been persecuting somebody just a year ago, you know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? But now here I am, you know, having learned about the gospel, like, like, I can't, I can't cut people off because I'm supposed to be impacting them. And you can't yeah. impact people who aren't around. 
you know what I'm saying, by the very definition of impact. So, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, so, so yeah, I think, I, I see what you're saying when, when, when it comes to persecution, especially from unbelievers, I don't think there is a, there is a cutoff, you know? Yeah. I mean, going but back believers, to believers though. Right. But believers though, you know, I think, um, yeah. you know, Julia, and you were already kind of making that point, like, if, if they, uh, if they're supposed to be on board with you, you know, by, by their very own statement and confession of faith, and they are consistently, you know, like persecuting you. You know what I'm saying? Like we, like I don't even like the word persecution internally just sounds absolutely it's ridiculous, weird. but it's, it's a reality. You know what I'm saying? And I think that those. Oh well, before I say, you know, maybe you should cut them off. Let me slow down because I'm about to make a mistake. Julia, <laughs> Julia brought up a good point earlier. You know what I'm saying? And Jason brought up good points earlier as to why that might be happening. It might be because you are the leader in that group. You know what I'm saying? And there's mm-hmm. some things that they're unfamiliar with it's from a scriptural perspective. They might not even know like what the Christian life is supposed to look like. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They might not understand that your relationship with the Holy Spirit is the reason for your personal convictions, you know? And that's the reason why you don't watch movies. It ain't because of rules, you know right. what I'm saying, it, uh, that come out of the Christian faith, but it's because of your relationship with the Holy Spirit convicts mm-hmm. you in such a way that you can't watch them comfortably. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So it's like, it's... You know, you got to kind of really, really assess, you know, the situation and figure out, like, what's going on, you know, before mm-hmm. before you make a decision. Like, that's a big decision when you're cutting people off from the gospel, you know. Yeah. So. And I think, I, I can't remember it, but, like, you know, Paul warns of, like, people who just want to uh, stir up trouble, you know, yeah. and, and argue about stuff, whether it be in scripture or whatever. Right. That's and good. it's like. Yeah, and, and those people, I don't think this is the same thing as telling them, you know, like not to associate with them or don't even call them a brother or hand them over to Satan, stuff like that. But certain people, you do just have to discern like, hey, when I'm around this person, I I get angry, you know, like, or he, he just, he or she just wants to argue all the time. And like, it's not yeah. out of love, though. It's out of like some weird pride or arrogance or <laughs> wow. insecurity, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. So I think there are points where maybe cut off isn't the term, but like you do have to distance yourself even from yeah. brothers and sisters. Like, nah, where you're at right now, it don't seem like you're really walking with the Lord, you know, like, mm. or you, you might be drifting a little bit. And when you're around me, when I try to pull you back, it just yeah. causes like some, some anger or whatever in me that I really don't want to like <laughs> be a part of right now. Sometimes it's just not the season. For lack of a better word, for certain people in your life. There you go. Even if they're brothers and sisters. Uh, In this season, you know, I'm just not feeling this. I'm not feeling (laughs) it. Yeah, like, I don't have the way right now. I don't know. I don't have the words. Mm. So I'm going to just bow out. You got it. Yeah. 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 I think something to be, I guess, just wrapping up, to be prayerful for, I guess, if when all this fails after you search, you and I search scripture. You know, and talk to God is we got to pray about what, what, why we need to, why we're thinking about it, whether God wants us to do it. Because if God asks us to do it, I think that we should do it regardless. Um, mm, but yeah. if we haven't felt like we haven't heard a direct word, then I think it's that's when you have to seek the Lord and take some time and process. You know, is mm-hmm. what's the real reason? Is it because I'm upset, or is this a sin mm. issue, or you know, options, option C? I feel like sitting with that and taking time. 
whether it's a believer or unbeliever, because it's for different reasons. It's, I think yeah. that makes a difference, and that that will help us all. Yeah. And then I think did we mention this, but like always humbling ourselves and, and realizing like, yo, they're being this way toward us because of Jesus. Mm-hmm. I think because right because of any good thing in us, you know, like. Mm-hmm. Nah, it's just because we're talking about him and trying to hold up his flag. Wow. Yeah. We ain't got haters, wow. you know, like. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Not that important. <laughs> that's a great. That's a great point right there. Yeah. Oh man, this is the longest podcast I've ever done. I think. Yeah, an hour and a half. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I guess it's time to wrap it up. <laughs> nah, man. I know you got more. Next week. (laughs) I know you got more. Nah, I'm out. I'm fresh out, man. It's a big topic. Going back to uh, Netflix. Uh, Look, persecution. Video game, that's what I'm going Going back to. Going back to all that laziness, brother. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And gluttony. And, uh, (laughs) you know, all that kind of stuff. (laughs) Ah, Well, good stuff, y'all. Good stuff, man. Yeah. 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 All right, and uh, maybe we'll, we'll start thinking about how we can break down that other topic, too. You yeah. know? Yeah. But, uh, all right. Well, hope y'all enjoyed listening. All right. and... I hope uh, I'm allowed back on the show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good check. It was, Good check. It was uh, nice working with you, Jason. <laughs> and, um... <laughs> all right, John. All right, later. All right, later. <laughs> Thank you guys for checking out this episode of the Word in the World podcast. We hope you guys enjoyed it. Please remember to rate, review, subscribe, and repost with the hashtag, the Word X the World podcast. Also, we'd love to hear from you, so please send your questions, comments, praise reports, and testimonies, basically any and everything. We just want to talk to you guys. Send everything to contact us at thewordxtheworld.com. Have a great week, and be sure to check out next week's episode. Peace.